When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Have you ever seen a call like this to decide a game? Jalen Brunson up and Aaron Holiday shooting motion like he's balancing on a three-legged stool, putting the star on the Christmas tree and falling down. Whistle and free throws at game over. There was a protest in the league last month. Could a protest here with the tie score at the end of regulation just play overtime be the play for the NBA? Let's go around the horn. Putting the star in the Christmas tree, my least favorite thing. Le- Actually, let me take that back. Throwing away the Christmas tree is my least favorite thing. But putting the stars. So. No need to wait for the NBA's two-minute report. The refs already admitted they got it wrong. Said they saw it all in post-game review, and Brunson on holiday was incidental and marginal. The question could be, why is there a post-game review when it's a mid-game review we might need? A protest in the league last month, a protest here would be right. High score at the end of regulation, just play overtime. But also, considering there was not an end of game review, the Knicks had no challenges, and there was no going to the video. Monica McNutt, you are a voice of these New York Knicks. Around the horn to you. Can the league have that game end like that? No, this is not a thing. This has to be addressed, Tony. Besides that, though, I do want to point out the disparity in free throws. You talk about 21 free throw difference between the Rockets and the Knicks, but that's neither here nor there. The game comes down to a final play. What is the point of reviewing if you cannot get it right when literally the ball game is on the line? This is a larger issue in sports for me. If we're going to employ all this technology, use it in real time. Who cares about the last two-minute report that'll come out? All right, but the argument that that would be an advantage to the Knicks. They had already used their challenge. You know, they had no reviews. That that wasn't going to be fair to the Rockets. You say what? I say officials are supposed to get the call right. That game would have gone into overtime. Nobody loses. You got to play five more minutes. Strap up. Let's go. It's zero. Israel Gutierrez to you. Yeah, no, I don't think that you can grant him that ability to sort of review the play when they don't have their review. And to me, this just speaks to the coaches. Hey, don't use your challenge in the second quarter. There really isn't a great reason for it. If you win it, if you're 100% sure, okay. But a Taj Gibson foul in the second quarter, I mean, come on. That's not going to change the game. You need to save it for situations just like this. And, man, how frustrating it must have been for Jalen Brunson, who just hit the game tying after having a yeah. poor game, well, frankly, in the first half. Men Thompson just hounding him the entire yeah. game. And then playing that defense. And not, I watched it live. It did look like a foul call, like a foul live. And when they reviewed that, I said, ooh, maybe not, but they can't change it, Tony. You can't change that play and grant the Knicks that review. And so what you basically have to do is keep those reviews, and then the problem with the officiating is making these calls at that moment. We've had a couple situations this year where it's game-deciding calls, and those are ones that you can't. When you say immediately afterward, hey, we make a mistake, everybody's wondering, oh, how can you possibly make that mistake? Exactly. So then it's twofold here. And I turn to David Dennis Jr. There's the 
strategy over the challenges and the reviews, but it's the last play of the game. Should there be a review there? And secondly, how did they miss the call in the first place? Uh, yeah, I feel you, Izzy, but the thing is, in that game, a reverse call at the end of the first half did kind of change the course of the game. There was a three-pointer of Divincenzo that got reversed, and it actually caused okay. uh, Thibodeau to get a, a technical foul, which sort of changed the way that that game was going. So, you know, the way to fix that is at the end of the game, just say if there is a one last play that you have that is going to decide the game, that is automatically reviewed. So it doesn't go for one team or another. It's just everybody has you know, uh, knows that that can be docked because this cannot happen. This is a Knicks team that is reeling right now. Half the team is injured. They're fighting for playoff position, and you cost them a game with a bad call. There has to be some sort of apparatus to fix mm, this. Apparatus. Love the way you say that. And Bill Plaschke, can the NBA have this game ending like it did last night? It happens. People make mistakes. The referees make mistakes. My biggest problem is why are they talking about it? Why is the referee, t- why is Malloy saying any- anything? Why is there a, a, a two last two-minute report? The officials make mistakes. Let it be. Mm. I don't see the Knicks. They, the Knicks, Knicks made 17 turnovers in this game. Do you see them going through film and explaining every turnover? No, they're all human beings. Mistakes happen. I think the referees, the transparency, I'm all for transparency in sports, but I think it's just rubbing it in. We all know they missed a the call. They all know the call. We all know it should have been a replay. We all know Tim should have challenged, should have, should have had his challenge. Why is the official still talking about okay, it? Okay, so you, it have a, you, have, you don't want the accountability here, I, I guess is what you're saying, because no, it no. doesn't do hey, anything the, the, in the end. Tony, there, there's accountability in the league office. There does need to be a public flogging of the officials after all these games because we all know they, they screwed up. The players screwed up. Everybody screws up. It happened. Monica, back to you on the idea of a, a protest here. We've, we've seen it before. Would this not be a eat, close, eat, open and shut case for a protest? Uh, no, we're not going to protest. You're not going to play overtime in the complicated scheduling of the NBA world. But I will give Plaschke this. If we're going to have transparency, let's also have the opportunity to correct it, right? The last two-minute report is a thing. Officials talking in the pool reports is a thing. So you're going to get these answers. After the fact, it doesn't matter. Sports is in the moment. Right. If we're going to do this, I'm with David. 30 seconds or so in the last 30 seconds of a ball game, reviews are available so that officials can get it right. Israel, back to you now on the idea of a protest here. I just wanted to add to David, though, that at halftime review, that was started because Ime Udoka challenged it with time out at the end of the second quarter. And that was one of those where it was a good uh, challenge at the half because he knew in the first half because he knew he was going to get it and take three points away off the board. But no, you can't challenge it. This is an official admitting a mistake way before the last two minutes reports. There were pool reports where the official could potentially admit a mistake. There's nothing you can do about it. No that. protests for, for you either. And David, I ask you. Is this something the Knicks should be able to protest? No, there's not. I mean, they can protest and complain all they want, but you should not have to have the Knicks go back to Houston and play five more minutes of the game. There should be something in place where this is fixed immediately. Right. I don't need the ref telling me afterwards. I don't need a two-minute report. I need somebody to get their head in the booth for 10 seconds because that's all it takes to look at the plate and say, we got it wrong, let's fix it. I'll accept the representation. No protest? Fine. I'm going to remember that next time any of you have a quibble with certain <laughs> scoring on this year program. No protest. No peace. We'll There's move no on. Protest out here. Another story from the NBA night last night. Tim Wolves beat down the Clippers in L.A. Minnesota had a 40-19 third quarter. Bill Plaschke, out to L.A. to you. Can you make a statement in February? What type of statement did Minnesota make? This was an absolute statement. The Timberwolves are legit. 
The Clippers were 27 and 6 since December 1st. They were almost unbeatable, and the Timberwolves just shut them down. They have great. They have the best defense in the league. They have the best record against road on the road in the league. They they they, they got an overwhelmingly great record against teams above 500. They play tremendous defense. They're well well coached. Ever since Chris Finch talked about the immaturity of the team, they've grown up. Cats mm. playing great. Jaden McDaniels is great, a great defensive on the wing. And, of course, Anthony Edwards is a great ball handler and a great scorer. They're a legit team. This is a good team, Tony. I was wondering if anybody was going to connect the dot to the coach calling out the team in a game yes. two weeks ago where Cat had a franchise scoring record. Monica McNutt, to you. Statement game. I don't know if I'll give you that. I had a Clippers game about a week ago in Miami, and I was talking with Terrence Mann about what this time of year feels like, and he was like, it's repetitive Mondays. So we're in the dog days of the season leading up to All-Star break, but I am in on the Timberwolves in terms of their ability to both defend and score. And in a league where folks have gone to this switchability variety of players that are a little bit on the smaller side, they've leaned into their size, and last mm-hmm. night their size is what got it done on the glass and in the paint. So you have a team with size, a team that plays defense, a team that wins on the road is Drew Gutierrez. Did they make a statement last night in L.A.? Yeah, they did make a statement, and not all statements have to be, we're going to win the championship. Their statement was, you can't match up with us, L.A. Clippers, and it was pretty obvious. The Clippers went to a lineup where they had Russell Westbrook at the five and trying to see what they can sort of spread out that that uh, Timberwolves defense. And when you have Anthony Edwards creating, and this is a stage of, of a scorer's career like him, maybe comes a little bit later, but when he knows, hey, I got all this talent around me, I'm going to create because I can break down the defense, and defensively, you have that wall behind you. You mentioned Jaden McDaniels, Bill. And Gobert, those two on the floor are a nightmare for teams. And then you have the versatility of Carl Anthony Towns. You do all that, and you say to the Clippers, what can you do? You are a team that really thrives in the mid-range with Westbrook and, and Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. You're not getting that off around uh, easily around Rudy Gobert. So I think the matchup is what the, uh, the Timberwolves said here. If you are going to trot out these small team against us, you've got no shot. Oh, season is all about matchups, right? It's all about styles. David Dennis Jr., I I turn to you, did a February statement. Have you poured 10 things for these Timberwolves come April and May? Yeah, the statement here is that the Timberwolves can compete with anybody when they're up to compete with that team. We can talk about it, you know, talk about how they played last night, but this is still a team that, yes, had that embarrassing 60-point cat game where they lost to the Hornets where they looked immature. After that, despite the coach calling them out, they lost to the Bulls, they lost to the Spurs. They've had these, like, brain fart losing games, but last night is what you, the potential of this team. At the end of that second quarter, when that second half started, this team turned off the Clippers' water, 40-19 to in that third quarter, the third lowest point total for that Clippers squad all season. They knew how to shut this team down, and they can do this with anybody, but they just have to learn that when it's come playoff time, they have to do this every single night. I wondered if someone was going to connect dots to the tirade the coach had when the team lacked some maturity, and Plasky did. Then I wondered if anybody's going to look at the schedule and say, wait, they lost to San Antonio and Chicago since then. Plasky, I'll give you the last word. They also had the best record against teams of the above 500 records, and they beat Milwaukee just a couple nights ago, back-to-back. They also lead the league in fewest layups and dunks. You cannot get to Those are some incredible peripherals. You're right on that. Road wins and defense and wins against teams with winning record. We'll take a break right here. Buy or sell on the other side. 
Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guarantee Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Welcome back to Around the Horn, coming to you from the seaport. Brought to you by Chase. It's legendary. I mean, just a... to be able to, no one's ever done it. And uh, we knew it's legendary to win back-to-back. I think eight other teams have done it. Um, we had heard it all week. We had talked to the guys about it, and we felt like we had the, the best opportunity that we had ever had to, to go out there and do that. And, and uh, we got to continue to play our best football. Uh, we'll celebrate these next few weeks, and then we'll get right back at it. I asked yesterday's panel. I asked today's panel. Now you heard Patrick Mahomes answering a question about the three-peat. Never done in the history of the league, Bill Plasky buy or sell it as a reality that it's possible. What is Chris Jones going to do? What is Legereus Sneed going to do? They have eight to potential free agents on a great, the best defense in the, in the dynasty. If, 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 they, if they get hurt defensively, if these players all leave, they're in trouble. So I'm, I'm holding my breath on this. I'm saying it's really hard to do this. They'll, they'll be the best ever if they do it, but their defense could get decimated in free agency. David, how'd you hear Mahomes embracing the chase for three? I'm embracing it too. Mahomes has now reached that level that I've only seen in my lifetime from a team uh, standpoint since Michael Jordan, where I'm not betting against him until he loses. This team was the one that was supposed to lose. No 1,000-yard receivers led the league in drops. Offensive line led the league in penalties. The hardest road to the Super Bowl to win the championship in DVOA and ever and Mahomes and that team was able to do it. So I'm not betting against them until they're actually losing. I think a three-peat is on the table. Israel, how do you hear Mahomes leading into the idea of three-peat? Yeah, it was supposed to be hard when they lost Tyreek Hill and all they've done since then is win the Super Bowl. And so I hear Pat Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes as somebody who, kind of like LeBron James, can sort of set his own storyline. He might not get to seven. He might not, quote-unquote, surpass Tom Brady. But, hey, three in a row, that's something that he hasn't done. That's something that I could do, and I'm setting it up right now. If I do it, unbelievable. Might be the greatest ever right then and there. Monica McNutt. Tony, I'm nailing in on the question you posed. Am I buying it as a possibility? A hundred percent. Because what has this guy done but defy the odds throughout this early stages still, y'all, of his career? Like, we haven't been watching this guy as a pro for that long. So it's absolutely a possibility. Buy or sell to Victor Wemanyama last night. Here's how he came dressed to the game 
like slim grim death and then he brought demise onto the raptors like they hadn't seen since the asteroid 27 points 14 rebounds 10 blocks his best play may have been a pass david what is a block triple double by a 20 year old it's something we have not seen from a rookie, a, a, a block triple-double, since David Robinson did it in 1990. I said when this guy was drafted that his floor was Rudy Gobert-like defense, and that is what he is, not to mention the offense. He also leads the league in hell naws, which we should count as an official stat, which the player going to the paint and seeing him and saying hell naw and going to the other side of the court. If, he, if people were actually trying to shoot over him, he'd average 10 blocks a game. This is real Gutierrez. Slow down there, buddy. Israel. <laughs> Frankly, I'm surprised he hasn't gotten here yet. Like, this was one of those things that you knew was going to happen. You know, back, uh, shout out Hassan Whiteside, nobody's doing it with blocks. We knew Vic was going to do it with blocks. What's crazy about him right now is already that three-point shot is coming together. His last 13 games shooting 39% okay. from three. Never thought we'd see that sort of number this early. Monica McNutt. I've had two Spurs games so far this season, and a couple things stand out. They are very deliberate in the language that they use to describe Victor Wembanyama. They do not call him a center. His physique and his skill set is unlike what we've seen in the league so far. And so I think, to his credit, as he talked about the rhythm as this game began, Coach Popovich has been like, y'all, he still doesn't even get it, in the most complimentary way in terms of his upside. That game was an example of him really putting it together. Let me ask you a follow-up. The timeline. Are you adjusting the timeline here on both Wembyama's takeover, but also where the Spurs begin to look like a team with one of the great players in the game? Well, they're in the bottom of the standings yeah. right now. They're probably back in the lottery. This draft class hasn't necessarily yeah. gotten people really excited. But to me, you're talking about three years at the most before this team should be making some noise with this level of talent. Oh, three years? Exactly okay, that's too. even Don't longer than I him. thought you might say. Bill Plaschke, you. Jacob Pertle is seven feet tall, and his shot was blocked four times by Victor. Four times. It's amazing just watching him. He doesn't even leave, leave the floor. He just, he just raises his hands, and he blocks shots. I've never seen anything like it. He, he's on a pace to have the most blocked shots in the NBA in eight yeah. years. No, I've never seen anything like it either when someone makes an argument around blocking Jacob Pertle, the turtle's shot. Uh, real quick, since David, <laughs> on, David, I love Tony. that you were cooking. With 10 blocks per game, you know what the NBA record is, blocks per game? Probably, probably Will, Will probably did it, maybe eight. Well, they weren't tracked Seven, exactly, eight. but with, with Will. Elijah Wan, Elijah Wan, in, in the tracked era, it's Mark Eaton, five and a half a game. Oh, five and uh-huh. a half. We're close. We're we'll close. move on. Buy or sell three. College basketball. Oh, I got a Berlin. question for you guys. A top ten team has lost to an unranked team on the road how many times this year? Anybody want to guess? Whoever's closest. 33. Plashke. 33. Plashke. I didn't even finish the question. Wow, Plashke? I, the buzzers weren't even on. He got it in. 33 times. It's an amazing stat. So nobody, I mean, people have struggled. Kansas has struggled in that situation all year long. Top 10 team on the road. And they went out last night by 29 at Texas Tech. And Bill Self got ejected for the first time ever at Kansas. He said he didn't curse. Maybe he said a magic word, but he didn't curse. Israel, what do you buy? What do you sell from Kansas' 20-point loss? At Texas Tech. I'm not going to let Bill Self take away from Texas Tech guard Darian Williams. Let me give you his uh, stat lines real quick, okay? 100% shooting from the field, 100% shooting from three-point range, 100% shooting from the free throw line. He was 12 for 12 from the field, 31 points, 11 rebounds. He had a perfect game, and they beat Kansas on the road. No, Bill Self cannot take the shine off of this man. Mountain McNutt, you? What are you buying? What are you selling? 
Well, because of this occurrence, Bill Self's first ejection, I today also learned that in 42 years at Duke, 47 if you include Army, uh, Coach K was never ejected either. And also, I'm totally buying just the mayhem of college basketball. There's no one dominant team. Go Plashke. Yeah, Darian Williams was great. And guess what, Izzy? He was a transfer. With transfers, the portal open, and everybody going to all different teams, it's going to be March Madness. Teams are no, Nobody's guaranteed anything this March, and this game showed it. This game proved it. David Dennis Jr. I'm selling the ejection. Bill Self has not been ejected from a game this century, and that's what gets it done, saying joke and maybe some magical word. It should probably take some table throwing and some... Oh, you were lip reading? You saw, you saw him say the word joke? Like you're a joke? Or yeah, you want to hear a joke and maybe he told a bad joke and that was it, you're out of here. Bad joke? <laughs> hey, that's the only magic word I could think of. <laughs> That'll be it for David Dennis Jr. Yeah, and Monica, you got good stuff today. Go Plashkey. And Israel Gutierrez, that's our show. All right, all right, all right. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Shohei Otani's first batting practice on video with the Dodgers. Take a look at this. Just gorgeous. What is the level of wow? Try to contain yourself, though, Plashke. Wow. 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 All right. Wait, wait, wait. Wow. All right, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, okay. Maybe this was uh, in hindsight, not the best way. All right. I, and, and Israel Gutierrez, please. <laughs> Very specific answer, Bill. Um, first of all, the, the, the balls flying into the sun, I mean, flying into the sky, looked amazing. That's why you do uh, spring training in Arizona. But I didn't even think he could play yet. And he's doing this after that surgery? I mean, well, he's going to He's going to hit this year. year. It's he's going to absolutely hit this year. Yeah. Wow. Bill Flashkey just gave us a I'll have what he's having moment on uh, – <laughs> On daytime television sports show. We'll give the point to Bill. Showdown to Tiger Sunday Red. That's the name of the new brand with TaylorMade. Since he left Nike, he's going with Tiger Sunday Red. There's the wardrobe, the gear, the logo you might see also. It's a Tiger. Fashion do or fashion don't, Israel? No, it's a fashion paw. I like it. And for Tiger. Um, I like the idea of looking at the Tiger instead of looking for a Nike check for him, but that one space between the sun and the day, kind of weird. Yeah, I, don't, I don't get it. Bill Plaschke? I think it works. I think Tiger is still the most popular golfer out there. I think the older crowd, which golf, golfing skewers, will love this. This is a great idea. I'll buy it. I didn't get the Tiger logo. It, it looks like a Tiger, but it's, I didn't get it. Then somebody told me every stripe of the Tiger was the Majors one. 
All right, if you say that, I guess that's okay. I still would have gone with a, a more athletic, stylish tiger. We'll give Bill Plaschke, our athletic, stylish tiger, the face time today. Wow, thank you. I want to point out, everybody talking about Caitlin Clark being the best player in college basketball, women's college basketball. There's a player out here at USC, Juju Watkins, Judea Skies Watkins, the second leading scorer, 27.5 points a game. She's a freshman. She wears Mamba Cedar shoes in honor of Kobe Bryant. She stays in the gym all night after they lose games. She's an incredible player. Watch her for the tournament. She will outplay Caitlin Clark. She will be the best player in the country by the end of the tournament. Oh, there it is. Gave him just enough time. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) And of course, she plays in Los Angeles. It's amazing how every FaceTime build up. Congrats on today's win, Bill. David, Israel. Thank you. Thank you very much. 23 and a half hour break. We'll see you tomorrow.